Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it works as well. That's fine. fine. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we're talking about season four, episode 16, called On the Head of a Pin. We start out at a crash site. There's a bunch of cars, some turned over, all blaring their alarms or horns honking. I don't know. Was it honking horns or are there alarms? It's like car alarms, yeah. I think. Okay. Because it wasn't, I mean, you have to like press down on the horn mm-hmm. to have the horn go off. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's some sort of alarm system. Okay. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> Castiel uses his angel power to silence them. He finds a dead woman and says, goodbye, sister. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> the, oh, no. I need some water. I don't know uh, what's yeah. going on. <laughs> Okay, folks, we have been trying to start this episode for like <coughs> an the hour. last hour because my computer wouldn't turn on. Nobody knows why. And so I like am trying all these different things to, that I can think of to try and get it to turn on. And so I finally just like take the battery out and put the battery back in. And then it like started, but then it had to do updates. Yeah. <laughs> and then it quit doing the updates and just turned off. And so then I had to turn it back on again. And then by the time that we like got it up and running and logged in then i tried to open up audacity so we could record then it was like oh well we need updates yeah and then it started doing that and then that turned off and so (laughs) then i was like okay so i clicked on audacity again and it opened so we'll see if it just like cuts us out in the middle we'll see how this goes yeah (laughs) so okay so the police arrive and castile disappears a cop takes a look at the dead woman and says what the hell on the pavement around the woman is the scorch marks of wings and I think that's the first time we see that, right? Yes. The first time we see a dead angel and they're, they're like the shape of their wings. Is it yeah. like burned into the ground? Because that's, that's the impression I get. I Yeah, I think because <clears throat> later on mm-hmm. we see wing marks that are left, but there's no body anymore. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's just like... Burn marks, burn probably. Burn marks. Well, also, so like, I don't want to... Sp- spoil the end of this episode yeah but usually well you won't know who or what or whatever anyways so when an angel goes yeah there's like a big flash of light Mm -hmm. and i think it's the light from their like angel forms searing into the ground okay i think that's kind of what makes sense to me Mm -hmm. but i don't know yeah that makes (laughs) sense i like that so we cut to Sam driving baby. He says to Dean, Ruby will meet us outside Cheyenne. She's been tracking some leads. Look, I know she's not exactly on your Christmas list, but if um, but if she can help us, but if she can help us get to Lilith, Dean says, man, work with Ruby or don't. I don't really give a rat's ass. Sam says, what's your problem? Dean says, Pamela didn't want anything to do with us, and we dragged her back into it, Sam. Sam says, Sam says she knew what she... That's not what it says. <laughs> Sam says, she knew what was at stake. Dean says, oh, yeah, saving the world. And we're doing such a good job of it. I'm tired of burying friends, Sam. Sam says, look, if we catch a fresh trail, Dean says, we follow it. I know. Like I said, I'm just getting tired. Sam says, we'll get angry. (laughs) And I got to say, I think this is, 
I don't think this is necessarily the start of, like, Angry Sam, but I think it's been slowly building. Oh, yeah. Like, we've seen some Angry Sam already. Yeah. But I think especially well at, like, well into the next season, season five, mm-hmm. he gets angrier and angrier mm-hmm. to where you're just like, dude, calm, yeah, calm your face down. <laughs> like, whoa, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally calm your face down because yeah. his angry face is not cute. No! <laughs> I think it's hilarious, though. It looks all, like, prissy. And, he looks like <laughs> he needs to poop. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, or or he looks like he's trying to make fun of an angry person. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, he does. He's just like, <laughs> like, okay, that's super funny. So we cut to the boys walking into a motel room. Dean says, "Home, crappy home." Suddenly, Castiel and Uriel are in the room. Uriel says, "Winchester and Winchester." Dean says, "Oh, come on." Uriel says, "You are needed." Dean says, needed? We just got back from needed. Like, I need a nap. Yeah. (laughs) Uriel says, now mind your tone with me. Dean says, no, you mind your damn tone with us. (laughs) Sam says, we just got back from Pamela's funeral. Dean says, Pamela, you know, psychic Pamela. You remember her. Cass, you remember her. You burned her eyes out. Remember that? Good times. (laughs) Oh, but okay. Not going to lie. When I am like tired and frustrated like that I turn into this moment of Dean yeah oh yeah you remember that Mm -hmm. yeah great awesome why did Castiel try to heal Pamela that's what I want to know I think well he said that that's what happens if they if they see their true form I think there's not anything that they can do no healing going back from that okay yeah Um, remember that? Good times. Yeah, then she died saving one of your precious seals. So maybe you could stop pushing us around like chess pieces for five freaking minutes. Uriel says, we raised you out of hell for our purposes. Dean says, yeah, and what are those again? What exactly do you want from me? We raised you better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Uriel says, start with gratitude. Cass says, Dean, we know this is difficult to understand. Uriel says, and we don't care. Now, seven angels have been murdered, all of them from our garrison. The last one was killed tonight. Dean says, demons? How are they doing it? Uriel says, we don't know. Sam says, I'm sorry, but what do you want us to do about it? I mean, a demon with the juice to ice angels has to be out of our league, right? Uriel says, we can handle the demons. Thank you very much. (laughs) Sorry, my throat just all of a sudden decided to crap out. Um, Cass says, once we find whoever it is. Dean says, so you need... Our help. Mm-hmm. Dean says, so you need our help hunting a demon? Cass says, not quite. We have Alistair. Dean says, great. He should be able to name your trigger man. Cass says, but he won't talk. Alistair's will is very strong. We've arrived at an impasse. <laughs> <clears throat> Dean says, yeah, well, he's like a black belt in torture. I mean, you guys are out of your league. Uriel says, that's why we've come to his student. You happen to be the most qualified interrogator we've got. Okay, for real, my throat. <laughs> Drop and pause it. Uh, no, I think I think it's that muffin I ate. Oh, that could <laughs> it's do just it. Just like coated my throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That crumbly stuff on top is pretty good. Yeah, but it right. does kind of do that. And a I little. seriously ate all the crumbly stuff and not the rest of the pot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I'm all right. <clears throat> it is pumpkin. Sometimes pumpkin stuff can like do that. Yeah. You know, it's just like all of a sudden I have like. Debris. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Okay. So Cass says, you happen to be the most qualified interrogator we've got. Uh, Dean, you're our best hope. Dean says, no, no way. You can't ask me to do this, Cass. Not this. Uriel chuckles and says, who said anything about asking? Then suddenly Dean, Uriel, and Cass disappear. 
Sam says, damn it. <laughs> like, man. I know. We cut to a warehouse. Alistair is chained up uh, with a devil's trap behind his back. Castiel's, and there's one at his feet, too. Castiel says, this devil's trap is old Enochian. He's bound completely. Dean says, fascinating. Where's the door? <laughs> Get me out of here. Cass says, where are you going? Dean says, hitch back to Cheyenne. Thank you very much. Uriel says, angels are dying, boy. Dean says, everybody's dying these days. Mm. And hey, I get it. You're all powerful. You can make me do whatever you want, but you can't make me do this. They want him to go dark side. I know, right? Cass says, this is too much to ask. I know, but we have to ask it. Dean says, I want to talk to Cass alone. Uriel says, I think I'll go seek Revelation. We might have some further orders. Dean says, well, get some donuts while you're out. (laughs) Uriel laughs and says, ah, this one just won't quit, Willie. I think I'm starting to like you, boy. And he teleports away. Dean says to Cass, you guys don't walk enough. You're going to get flabby. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. starting to think Junkless has a better sense of humor than you do. Hold on, I got to make a note. (laughs) Junkless. Junkless. I love that he calls him Junkless. I know, right? (laughs) But I think that we see, this is a tiny little spoiler, that... um, Angels are not, in fact, junkless. They are not, in fact, junkless. Because, because I think there's, the meat suits are not junkless. They're not junkless. And <laughs> they're also, just inhabiting the meat suits. Some angel in the future has sex with, a, I think, another angel or a human. Human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Maybe a demon. Think of this season and who just died. His parents. Yeah. Wait. Nope, I'm not getting anything. <laughs> are you kidding me? No, who are you talking about? They're little. Nope, that for- means nothing to me. There's a little person. <laughs> no, okay, I'm going to pause this for a second, guys. Okay, so now that we figured that out. <laughs> you know, I am standing by the fact that you say this little person does not equal who well, you said Well, I was equals. going for a little person as in, like, little kid, not like. Also, you could totally name him because that doesn't spoil anything. No, but. I don't know, whatever. You're right, though. You're totally right. <laughs> junkless is not, in fact, Junkless. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay. Dean says, you know, I'm starting to think Junkless has a better sense of humor than you do. <laughs> Cass says, Uriel's the funniest angel in the garrison. Ask uh, anyone. That's not, that does not bode well. <laughs> yeah. Dean says, what's going on, Cass? Since when does Uriel put a leash on you? Cass says, my superiors have begun to question my sympathies. I was getting too close to the humans in my charge. You. They feel I've begun to express emotions. He's like, the door- emotions? Emotions. The doorways to doubt. <laughs> I like that. It's the gateway drug. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Emotions are totally the gateway drug. <laughs> Ask any teenager. Yeah. Uh, so you think- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, it's true. Uh, <clears throat> it's not wrong. Cass says, this can impair my judgment. Dean says, well, tell Uriel or whatever, you don't, you, blah, blah, tell, blah. Uriel, tell Uriel or whoever, you do not want me doing this. Trust me. Cass says, want it? No, but I've been told we need it. Dean says, you asked me to open that door and walk through it. You will not like what walks back out. Cass says, for what it's worth, I would give anything not to have you do this. Okay, that is so sweet. I mean, Castiel and his non-emotion, he's having he's emotions. Like, I don't want you to do it, but he's we really gotta sweet have you about do it. it. Yeah. yeah, like he totally gets what Dean's saying, and he yeah. sympathizes, and like, like probably because he doesn't want to do it either. You yeah. know, like 
to me, okay, so to me, when I was watching this, it didn't seem to me that he was, like, sympathizing so much as he was like, dude, I get it. I wouldn't want to do it either. It's like, okay. I don't envy you your job. Not that he's like, I want to save you from this, but he's like, oh, I got it. I don't want to do it either. I got it more as I want to, like, save you from having more pain. That's what I got. I mean, I kind of, like, I got a hint of that, but to me, my mind went more to, like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to do it either, so I get it. I got it, yeah. Yeah, that's not what I got, but I can see, I can see that side of it, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I get both sides. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we cut to Dean wheeling a cart into the room that Alistair is bound in. Alistair says, heaven. Then he starts to sing, I'm in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) He keeps going, and Dean unveils his torture instruments. Um, Alistair starts laughing. He wants to be on the podcast. Yeah, he does. I'm just going to stop calling him Alistair and call him Al for now, because that's, that's what I wrote. Yeah. So Al starts laughing. He says, I'm sorry. This is very serious, very emotional situation for you. I shouldn't laugh. It's just that, I mean, are they serious? <laughs> they sent you to torture me? Dean says, you got one chance. One. Tell me who is killing the angels. I want a name. Al says, you think I'll see all of your scary toys and spill my guts? Dean says, oh, you'll spill your guts one way or another. I just didn't want to ruin my shoes. <laughs> now answer the question. Al says, or what? You'll work me over? But then maybe you don't want to. Maybe you're scared to. <laughs> Dean says, I, I like this actor. I love him. He's so good. He yeah. is worth watching the show Sanctuary all on his own. I'll bet the show is really good. Yeah. I mean, it was probably like 10 years ago that it aired. And it had a couple seasons. Yeah. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Dean says, I'm here, aren't I? Al says, not entirely. You left part of yourself back in the pit. Let's see if we can get the two of you back together again, shall we? Dean says, you're going to be disappointed. Al says, you have not disappointed me so far. Mm -hmm. Come on, you got to want a little payback for everything I did to you. For all the pokes and prods, hmm? No? I just, okay. All I I can think about is probing. I I thought about it and not. I mean, uh, in hell, that must happen. That must oh, happen sure. in hell. That's probably. probably like the main thing that happens. <laughs> you don't like this. Hiya. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. Yuck. <laughs> so much yuck. So um, Al says, um, how about for all the things I did to your daddy? And we cut to Sam in his motel room. He opens the door and Ruby walks in. She says, I can still smell them. Seriously, Sam, I'm not exactly dying to tangle with angels again. Sam says, I need you to find out where they took Dean. Ruby says, not sure I see the problem. You know they have Alistair strung up six ways from Sunday. Dean cuts himself a slice, Al's reduced to a quivering heap, and the good guys get the goods. What's wrong with that? Sam says, he can't do it. Ruby says, look, I get it. You don't want him going all torture master again. Sam says, no, I mean, he can't do it. He can't get the job done. Something happened to him downstairs, Ruby. He's not what he used to be. He's not strong enough. Ruby says, and you are? Sam says, I will be. So we cut back to Dean. Al says, uh, had your pop on my rack for close to a century. Dean says, can't stall forever. Al says, John Winchester made quite a name for himself, a hundred years. And after each, se- after each session, I'd make him the same offer I made you. I'd put down my blade if he picked one up. Dean says, just give me the demon's name, Alistair. Al says, but he, uh, I don't know what that word says. <sighs> But he, I don't know. 
I have no idea what that says. <laughs> Do you want me to look? <laughs> no, it's okay. He says, damned if I couldn't break him. Pulled out all the stops. But John, he was made of something unique. The stuff of heroes. And then came Dean. Mm, Dean Winchester. Mm-hmm. I thought I was up against it again. But daddy's little girl, he broke. He broke in 30. <laughs> Just not the man your daddy wanted you to be, huh, Dean? Dean pulls out a cap, uh, a cup. <laughs> Dean, Dean pulls out a cup. He of pops some, a cap in him. He pops a cap. <laughs> Dean pulls out a cup of some holy water. Al says, now we're getting somewhere. Holy water? Come on, grasshopper. You're going to have to get creative to impress me. Dean says, you know something, Alistair? I could still dream, even in hell. And over and over and over. You know what I dreamt? I dreamt of this moment. And believe me, I got a few ideas. Dean pulls out a syringe and fills it with holy water. He says, let's get started. So we cut to the next room where Castiel is hanging out. We hear Al moaning. Cass looks disturbed. Back with Dean, he says to a groaning Alistair, let me know if you want some more. There's plenty left. Alistair says, go directly to hell. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. We cut back to Sam. Ruby is doing a magic ritual to locate Dean. She's got a map and lights it on fire. She does some chanting, and when the fire goes out, the only place left unburned on the map is where Dean is. She says, there, your brother is there. And it's a trick. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's awesome. She says, your brother is there, and it's a good thing angels aren't concerned with hiding their dirty business. Not used to being spied on. I mean, who'd be stupid enough to try? Sam says, Ruby, it's been weeks. I need it. Ruby Ruby (laughs) (laughs) says, what? I just, you know, <clears throat> I, I immediately thought of it in a dirty way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's been weeks. It's been weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it probably has been weeks for that, too. Also. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ruby says, you don't seem too happy about it. Sam says, you think I want to do this? This is the last thing. But I need to be strong enough. He sits on the bed and Ruby straddles him. <laughs> she says, Further <laughs> confirming my, my yeah. storyline here. Yeah. I like it. He sits down and she just hops right on. And she's like, hello. Yeah. She makes it look really effortless, too. I think, like, for me to do that move right now with my back injuries, <laughs> it would not work. It'd be a very slow, elderly looking process. <laughs> Like, hold on, I need like a safety hold rail on. to hold on to. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So she straddles him. Ruby says, "It's okay, Sammy. You can have it." They smooch a little, but then Ruby pulls a knife out of her boot. I was con- concerned at first, like she was gonna like stab him while he was kissing. Yeah, you know? I was too. Yeah. Um, so she slices her arm open, and then Sam starts drinking the blood like a freaking vampire. Oh, Sammy's drinking demon blood. God. So this is what the whole thing is about with Sam. That's how he gets his mojo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's a weird thing, too, like, because Ruby's not, like, her vessel's not a demon. So demon blood is literally just any vessel, any, like, human vessel that has a demon possessing it's intoxica- it. It's intoxicated with it. Ha 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 ha. I mean, I guess. But, yeah. Like, yeah, it's the... <clears throat> I guess the the smoke because mm-hmm. it's not a form in the meat suit. Yeah, it's the smoke which then like animates everything. So mm-hmm. my guess is like the smoke intermingles with that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's interesting. So here's the real question. Yeah, if somebody was possessed, would their blood then be tainted once oh, they left? I because, don't know. Okay. 
knowing what I know about the human, you know, body, Mm -hmm. the blood wouldn't just, like, purify itself right away. Mm -hmm. It would be, like, it would take a while for it to, like, you know, detox. Okay. So, like, is that a thing or because it's supernatural, just once it leaves, it's done? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we ever get any, like, that's never, like, discussed or shown, so I don't know. The things we need to know, but we don't. <laughs> I want to know this, yeah. So we cut back to Dean. He's got the demon knife. Al says, there's that little pig poker. I wondered where it went. Dean puts some holy water on the blade. Al says, do you really think this is going to fix you, give you closure? Oh, that is sad. That is really sad. Sad, sad, sad. Dean stabs him with a knife in the, I think in the abdomen, and Al makes some pained noises. Al says, I carved you into a new animal, Dean. There is no going back. Dean says, maybe you're right, but now it's my turn to carve. (laughs) The camera pans over to um, the contraption kind of holding Alistair up. There's a valve and a pipe, and the valve starts to turn by itself, and water drips out. Dean says, who's behind the murders? I want the demon's name. So the water dripping from that valve starts to um, break the symbol on the floor, the devil's trap. I was confused by this whole symbol because there's a devil's trap under his feet. Yeah. And then but he's, he's also strapped he, to he's one. He's strapped to one, like a big devil's trap made of iron. Is it a devil's trap? I don't though? think so. It doesn't really have like the circle around it. Yeah. It's just kind of the star shape. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, I think you have to have the actual symbols, you know, so, yeah. to make it work. So I think it, they just put made him like a fancy star. I think they strapped him to iron because they knew that it wouldn't, bode well for him okay yeah it's iron okay and then they put the trap underneath him so that if he did somehow get out he wouldn't be able to get out okay okay so the devil's trap on the floor that is being broken by the water dripping on it yeah also if you're gonna make this fancy enochian devil's trap maybe you shouldn't do it with chalk i know know, maybe you should do it with something that water won't erase like spray paint get a fucking spray get a sharpie you know like (laughs) the big sharpie yeah i know So I just think that was a little ridiculous. I mean, maybe it wasn't chalk, but it's something that is that disappears it with like water. It. It, yeah. it looked like chalk. Maybe it has to be chalk for some Enochian reason. <laughs> I don't See, know. It seemed a little ridiculous. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Because later on, we see a lot of different traps and stuff and symbols like that, and most of the time, it's either in blood or, or it's in paint. Yeah. Right. Whether it's spray paint or of the paintbrush variety, right, it's right. in paint. Yeah. Which yeah. probably was what they decided to do after this. Yeah. You know? Hey, like, let's not use chalk. Let's see if that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So back with Cass, the lights start to flicker and a bulb explodes. Suddenly Anna is there. Cass says, Anna. She says, hello, Castiel. Castiel says, your human body. Anna says, it was destroyed. I know, but I guess I'm sentimental. Called in some old favors. Cass says, you shouldn't be here. We still have orders to kill you. Anna says, somehow I don't think you'll try. Where's Uriel? Cass says, he went to receive revelation. So we cut back to Dean. Al looks all bloody and wrecked. Dean holds Al's head up and Al laughs. He says, well, it's your professionalism that I respect. (laughs) We cut to Cass. Anna says, why are you letting Dean do this? Cass says, he's doing God's work. Anna says, torturing? That's, like, oh, that's God's work? So. <laughs> Stop him, Cass, please. Before you ruin the one you ruin the one real weapon you have. Cass says, Who are we to question the will of God? Anna says, unless this isn't his will. 
Cass says, then who do the Did orders come from? Did you think about from? that? I know. <laughs> right. Cass says, then, then where do the orders come from? Anna says, I don't know. One of our superiors, maybe, but not him. We cut back to Dean. He throws holy water at Al's face, and Al starts gargling. <laughs> I like that. Dean says, who's murdering the angels? We cut to Castiel. Anna says, the father you love. You think he wants this? You think he'd ask this of you? You think this is righteous? What you're feeling, it's called doubt. She touches Cass's hand and says, these orders are wrong, and you know it, but you can do the right thing. You're afraid, Cass. I was too. But together, Cass says, together? I am nothing like you. You fell. Go. She says, Cass. But he says, go. So she disappears. What a jerk! I know. I mean... You can can tell that, like, Anna is still, like, really used to being human because she's, like, touching his hand. Uh You know what I mean? She's She's a lot more emotional than he is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love Cass at this phase where he's, like, he doesn't understand social cues or, like... Or anything. (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, references. And he's just... I don't know. He's adorable. I I think... I mean, I gotta say, I think Dean is probably my favorite character. Mm Mm-hmm. However... There are other characters which are amazing as well and that are my favorite in, like, certain points. Yeah. And there's a good chunk of time, like, especially when you start getting into, like, the funny cast oh, stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. that, like, he's my favorite in that chunk of time because yeah. it's just, like, dude, what? You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, you know? there. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Okay. Yeah. So I cut back to Dean. I'll spit some holy water out of his mouth and says, just not hitting deep enough. Well, you lack the resources. Reality is, I don't know, to concrete, too concrete up here. (laughs) Oh, honestly, Dean, you have no idea how bad it really was and what you really did for us. Dean says, shut up. Al says, the whole bloody thing, Dean, the reason Lilith wanted you there in the first place. Dean says, okay, then I'll just make you shut up. And he starts pouring salt down Al's throat. Al coughs for a while and says, sorry, something's caught in my throat. I think it's my throat. <laughs> Dean says, well, strap in, because I'm just starting to have fun. I uh, love sarcastic humor. <laughs> I do, too. Al says, you know, it was supposed to be your father. He was supposed to bring it on. But in the end, it was you. Dean says, bring what on? Al says, oh, every night, the same offer, remember? Same as your father. And finally, you said, sign me up. Oh, the first time you picked up my razor, the first time you sliced into that weeping bitch, that was the first seal. Okay. First seal was... So Dean started all of it. Okay, I'm just Mm going to... This isn't really a spoiler, but throughout the rest of the series, people always get on Sam Mm -hmm. for for starting the apocalypse. But hi, it's Dean. It was Dean. It's Dean. And Mm -hmm. Sam Sam has, like, all this guilt about it, and everyone's like, oh, you know, blaming him. But no, hi. Even Dean. Even Dean. It Mm -hmm. was fucking Dean who started it. And it was like, okay, dude, like... Let's go back here. You know it was you. Like, yeah. I was a little bit of a spoiler. Sorry. But I just needed to I point know. that out. Yeah. Should we? No, we should keep it. Okay. We're keeping it, damn it. <sighs> okay. So, sorry if you're... Keep, this will be our one and only spoiler. Yeah. We just got too angsty about it. Yep. <laughs> so, Dean smiles and says, you're lying. Alistair recites, and it is written that the first seal shall be broken when a righteous man sheds blood in hell. As he breaks, so shall it break. We had to break the first seal before any others. Only way to get the demons, or <laughs> only way to get the dominoes to fall right. <laughs> Topple the hood. <laughs> only way to get the demons to fall right. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Topple the one at the front of the line. 
Hmm. When we win, when we win, that's what it says. Okay. <laughs> when we win, when we bring on the apocalypse and burn this earth down, we'll owe it all to you, Dean Winchester. Dean has his back to Elle, and we can see that Dean is silently freaking the fuck out about this information. <laughs> yeah. Elle says, believe me, son, I wouldn't lie about this. It's kind of a religious sort of thing with me. Alistair looks at the ground and sees the water dripping on the broken devil's trap symbol. Dean says, no, I, th- I don't think you're lying. But even if demons do win, you won't be there to see it. Dean turns around. Ooh. I know. Burn. <laughs> sick burn. <laughs> Dean turns around, and Al is standing free right in front of him. Al says, you should talk to your plumber about the pipes. And then Al starts kicking Dean's ass. He holds Dean by the neck and holds him up and says, you got a lot to learn, boy. So I'll see you back in class bright and early Monday morning. Then Cass is there, and he stabs Alistair in the shoulder with the demon-killing knife. Al says, oh, almost. Looks like God is on my side today. Cass uses his power to twist the knife, but Al pulls it out of his body. Al and Cass fight while Dean Lee's unconscious on the floor. Oh, I hate it when Dean's unconscious. Mm-hmm. I hate it when they get beat up. I know. Oh, God. It's awful it's to like see. the worst, especially when their faces get all bloodied and everything. Yeah. Like, and, I like, can't. puffy. Yeah. Well, like, in anybody. Like, I don't want to see that on anybody. Oh, me neither. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was in high school, one of my friends got his ass kicked. It was like, it was, we were there at night. It was, must have been some sort of like basketball game or something, but he mm-hmm. got his, like his ass kicked. I don't know by who or what, but I saw him when the- <laughs> By who or what? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that I said that and didn't even think about it. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Must have been a demon. I know, really, right? <laughs> Yeah, but I remember seeing his face in, like, the ambulance lights that were flashing because he was, mm-hmm. you know, getting tended to. Mm-hmm. And his whole face was puffed up. The whole thing was oh. swollen. And I was just like, oh, my God. Mm-mm. You know, and it just happened. It, like, it's amazing that your face can puff up like that so quickly, Well, too. there's a lot of – so, like, head wounds bleed a lot because mm-hmm. there's just a lot of vasculature. You yeah. Know? So, like – if you break those vessels, like, it's going to puff up a lot faster than something else yeah. would. Yeah. Oh, it so, was, I'll never forget it. It was so shocking. Yeah. Like, I remember <laughs> when I was in, like, kindergarten, I was out in the lawn while my dad was mowing, and there was this big rock that – I actually found the rock later. I'll, I I have the – I kept the rock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Some yeah. sort of sick fascination with head wounds. But okay. anyways, and so – it kicked the rock up in the lawnmower and nailed me right in the forehead. Oh, my God. That's and crazy. And so, like, it bled a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot, a lot. And I remember, like, looking down, like, immediately after it happened, and there was just, like, blood all over the front of my dress already. Oh, geez. And, like, you know, there was... <laughs> okay, so, my dad, being the... Maybe not the forward thinker that he should have been okay. in this moment. He... Decided so you know he had to take me to the hospital because yeah. I was bleeding all over the place and it was head wound and it was just traumatic for everybody involved. Right, right, right. And um, so he dropped my brother off at the neighbor's house and then there was like blood all over our like front porch. Oh and, my god! And the yeah, entryway and all that sort of stuff. And so you know my mom gets home and he like called and left a message at the house or whatever, and, like whatever. So my mom gets home and sees blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you know what my dad's voicemail said? What? There's been an accident. You need to come to the hospital. Oh, my God. That's it. Not, she's fine. She just might need some stitches. Yeah. Like, you Jesus. Know, <laughs> I remember my mom coming into, like, vaguely, because I was, like, in and out of it the whole time. Like, yeah. I remember my mom 
coming screaming into the hospital, like, where's my kid? You know? Yeah. You know, like, I just remember it was, like, traumatic for everybody involved. And my my mom later, she told me this not that long ago. She's like, I almost divorced your father right then. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that was the closest I've come, you know, like, to just being like, no, we're done. You know, like, don't do that to me. That yeah. is crazy. I would be super pissed if that was the only information I yeah. got. Yeah. Like, if, if, like, Killian knocked his head on something and needed a couple of stitches or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, his head wounds bleed a lot, and right. he just, like, left a bloody mess and then was like, you need to come to the hospital. There's been an accident. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your dad. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he was probably in the moment just, like, panicking yeah. and just, like, uh, okay, I got a color. Let's uh, come here quick, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. sort of thing. But, like, really? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. I don't tease him about it too much, though, because I think he he felt really bad about Like, he did feel really bad about, like, nailing me with the rock. Yeah. <laughs> for, like, a long time. Yeah, I bet. But, <clears throat> and, like, I don't, whatever. Like, I don't hardly remember it. I remember a few things from, like, being in the hospital or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't. It, it hasn't, like, I am afraid of lawnmowers. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Like, and that's one of those things that I'm like, calm down, it'll be fine. But I can't, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, see. I am fine with mowing the lawn and being in charge of the lawnmower. But okay. I will not go outside if somebody else is mowing. Okay. And I'm like, get the dog in, get the cat in, get the everything, you know. Like, right. Nobody's outside while the lawn is being mowed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, I mean. How old were you? Kindergarten. Okay. So. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But yeah, even like in high school when I had my dog, I would go and take her on walks and stuff. And if the neighbor was mowing the lawn, I would like speed walk by that area of the neighborhood or I would like go to a different, like I'd turn around and go somewhere else Mm -hmm. until I like heard the lawnmower turn off and then I would, you know, continue on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, Elle gets Cass stuck on something sticking out of the wall. Is it nails? Is it a hook? I didn't know if he got him stuck on something or if he just lifted him up and kind of pinned him. Well, no, because there's definitely something sticking out of the wall, and he lifts him up and sticks him on it, and oh, then yeah. kind of pulls him down. Oh, yeah, so his that trench coat stays. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. So I don't know exactly what it is. It's the trench coat. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, so Al says, you know, like roaches, you celestials. I really wish I knew how to kill you, but all I can do is send you back to heaven. And he starts chanting. A bright light starts coming out of Cass's eyes and mouth. But then and at- his nose holes. Oh, I didn't notice nose hole light. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like very, I was watching this whole thing and I'm like, it's even coming out of his nose. That's you know? so funny because I remember thinking, why isn't it coming out of his nose? Mm-mm. I totally believe you, but it's weird that it had that It was thought. definitely coming out of his nose because that was like the one thing I thought about this whole time. I was like. I've never seen... Because I, I don't think it happens any other time like that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just this time that it's like the light's coming out of his nose. Yeah, I don't know if we see like an exorcism on angels before... Or again, I think this is the only time that we see it. I think we see... I think we do. Okay. I don't remember seeing I'm it again, positive, but I believe you. But. Okay. Um, so then Al is thrown against a wall. Uh, Sam is there with his demon blood power. <laughs> Al says, stupid pet tricks. Sam says, who's murdering the angels and how are they doing it? Al says, you think I'm going to tell you? Sam says, yeah, I do. And he squeezes his fists together, making Al choke. Sam says, how are the demons killing angels? Al says, I don't know. Sam says, right. Al says, it's not us. We're not doing it. Sam says, I don't believe you. Al says, Lilith is not the one behind this. She wouldn't kill seven angels. She'd kill a hundred, a thousand. Oh, go ahead. Send me back if you can. 
Sam says, I'm stronger than that now. Now I can kill. He puts his hand up and very dramatically, Al dies. <laughs> <laughs> and that, uh, the only thing I could think of at this time was that that went really nifty with the good old yellow eyes. Yeah, <laughs> right. But it's fine. Yep, yep. So we cut to Dean unconscious in a hospital bed. He's got a breathing tube in him. Sam and Cass go outside into the hallway. Sam says, get in there and heal him. Cass says, I can't. Sam says, miracle, now. You and Uriel put him in there because you can't keep a simple devil's trap together. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cass because you made it out of freaking chalk. Okay. <laughs> That's why. That, is, that why. is why. Cass says, I don't know what happened. That trap, it shouldn't have broken. I'm sorry. Sam says, this whole thing was pointless. You understand that? The demons aren't doing the hits. Something else is killing your soldiers. Cass says, perhaps Alistair was lying. Sam says, no, he wasn't. We cut to Uriel sitting on a park bench. Cass is standing next to him. Uriel says, Castiel, I received revelation from our superiors. Our brothers and sisters are dying, and they want us to stop hunting the demons responsible. Something is wrong up there. I mean, can you feel it? Cass sits next to Uriel and says, the murders. Maybe they aren't demonic. Sam Winchester said the demons have nothing to do with it. Uriel says, if not the demons, what could it be? Cass says, the will of heaven. We are failing, Uriel. We are losing the war. Perhaps the garrison is being punished. Uriel says, you think our father would? Cass says, I think maybe our father isn't giving the orders anymore. Maybe there is something wrong. Uriel stands up and says, well, I won't wait to be gutted. Steve, okay, sorry. Steve's like pole dancing over here. Oh, ha, 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 ha. His arms wrapped around the top of it and was like leaning back. Oh, like, hey. how funny. <laughs> that's what the little jingly bell sound is. It's yeah. Like on his little tree. Steve is so cute. <sighs> oh my goodness. Anyways, I was just like, if I just start laughing at this inopportune time, yeah. people are going to think I'm insane. <laughs> if he does it again, let me know. I would love yeah. to see that. It sounds so silly. <sighs> okay. What a ham. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's, he's stripping. <laughs> he's pole dancing. He's stripping. Too bad this wasn't our last episode. <laughs> I know that would have been appropriate. So we cut to Castile alone at night, standing under a street lamp. He says, "Anna, Anna, please." The street light starts to flicker, and then Anna is there. She says, "Decided to kill me after all." Cass says, "I'm alone." She says, "What do you want from me, Castile?" He says, I'm considering disobedience. <laughs> I love how he says it. I know. I'm thinking about getting in trouble, but I haven't committed yet. Yeah. <laughs> she says, good. He says, no, it isn't. For the first time, I feel. Anna says, it gets worse. Choosing your own course of action, it's confusing. It's terrifying. She puts her arm on Cass's shoulder, and he looks at it. She says, that's right. You're too good for my help. I'm just trash, a walking blasphemy. She turns to walk away, and Cass says, Anna... I don't know what to do. Please tell me what to do. She says, like the old days? No, I'm sorry. It's time to think for yourself. And she disappears. We cut to Cass in the warehouse where Dean was torturing Al. Uh, Cass is checking out where the dripping water broke the symbol. Cass tightens the valve with his angel power. And then Uriel shows up and says, you called? What do you say, Castiel? Will you join me? Will you fight with me? Cass says, it's strange how a leaky pipe can undo the work of angels when we ourselves are supposed to be the agents of fate. Uriel says, Alistair was much more powerful than we had imagined. Cass says, no, no demon can overpower that trap. I made it myself. We've been friends for a long time, Uriel. Fought by each other's sides. He's doing it again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, eh. <laughs> so he knows that you're talking about him, too. And he he, stops, he keeps stops and looks like, what? <laughs> Anyways. Sorry. Okay, that's okay. Um, Cass says, we've been friends for a long time, Uriel. Fought by each other's sides. Served together, away from home, for what seems like forever. 
We're brothers, Uriel. Pay me that respect. Tell me the truth. Uriel says, the truth is, the only thing that can kill an angel is another angel. And Uriel's angel blade slides out of his sleeve. Cass says, you. Uriel says, I'm afraid so. Dirty rat. I know. Cass says, and you broke the devil's trap, said Alistair on Dean. Steve looked at I said, dirty rat. And he stopped playing and looked at me like, are you, excuse you, ma'am. Uh, what are you calling me? I kill rats. Oh my god, your cat is so cute. <laughs> he totally does it. Uh, he does. I can he tell. He uses it to his advantage. Oh my gosh, the other day, Killian and I were playing, and he was being really cute, and I was just like, you're the cutest, you have the cutest face, and I was like, maybe daddy has the cutest face, and he goes, nope, my face is way cuter than dad's. <laughs> it was so funny. I've never heard him say anything like that before. I think i got to stop telling him he's cute, because I don't want him to like... Develop a complex. Yeah, and tell people, I'm cute. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's funny. better than him doing the whole, like, I'm not cute. <laughs> I know. Although that was pretty cute when he did that. It's so cute. Oh, He's so aggravated that you'd call him cute. I know. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, Uriel, Uriel, Uriel says, Alistair should never have been taken alive. Really inconvenient, Cass. Yes, I did turn the screw a little. Alistair should have killed Dean and escaped, and you should have gone on happily scapegoating the demons. Cass says, for the murders of our kin? Uriel says, not murders, Castiel. No, my work is conversion. How long have we waited here? How long have we played this game by rules that make no sense? Castiel says, it is our father's world, Uriel. Uriel says, our father? He stopped being that, if he ever was, the moment he created them. Humanity, his favorites, his whining, puking larva. What is it with angels and not liking humans? I think they're just bitter because they're supposed to love them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without, without the... Any context. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think. I mean, I guess, but like... I don't know. I, mean, I would think that they would think of the humans kind of as like pets. You that's know? what like, I think too. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're cute. Look at them. Mm-hmm. You know? like Yeah. Whatever. I, I agree know. with you on that. Instead of naked monkeys. <laughs> they do do a lot of whining, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> I sure do. Everybody does yeah. to an extent. <laughs> yeah. I have been, like, whining so much lately about my back pain that, like, I am annoying myself. Like, when I talk about it, I'm like, oh, shut up already. Like, I'm so annoying. I think you're probably more annoyed at the fact that it's still hurting. Yeah. You know? And that yeah. you have to be talking about it still That's because right. it's still happening. Yeah. I'll get into this in my Isidore Aspen moment, but basically... I have a herniated disc in my low back, and it's touching on my nerve, and it's pissing it, everything. It, off. Yeah, my whole like my lower back to like the tip of my toes on my right leg is just like a, not happy. A horrific nightmare lately. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm whining about it again. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Cass says, "Are you trying to convert me?" Uriel says, "I wanted you to join me, and I still do. With you, we can be powerful, powerful enough to raise our brother." Cass says, "Lucifer." Uriel says, you do remember him, how strong he was, how how beautiful, and how, and he didn't bow to humanity. He was punished for defending us. Now, if you want to believe in something, Cass, believe in him. Cass says, Lucifer is not God. Uriel says, God isn't God anymore. He doesn't care what we do. I'm proof of that. Cass says, but this, what were you going to do, Uriel? Were you going to kill the whole garrison? Uriel says, I only killed the ones who said no. Others have joined me, Cass. Now, please, brother, don't fight me. Help me. Help me spread the word. Help me bring on this apocalypse. All you have to do is be unafraid. 
Castiel says, for the first time in a long time, I am. And then he hits Uriel so hard that he flies through a brick wall. <laughs> then they Go fight. Cass. I know. I was proud of him. I love it when you see how strong Cass is. Yeah. And how badass. He doesn't do it enough, I think. But no. in these early seasons for him, he truly is a badass. Yeah. And I love it. He's kind of like a puppy, but then all of a sudden you'll see his teeth. You exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they fight. Uriel gets Cass down on his knees. Cass says, you can't win, Uriel. I still serve God. Uriel says, you haven't even met the man. There is no will, no wrath, no God. Then Anna's there, and she stabs Uriel in the throat. She says, maybe or maybe not, but there's still me. <laughs> Go, Anna. Go, girl. I know. Get it, girl. <laughs> I really like the actress who plays her. Um, She's so pretty. I don't think I said this in the episode where her and Dean had sex, but um, at the last convention I was at in Vegas, she was there, and oh, cool. somebody somebody asked her about the sex scene. I don't mm-hmm. remember what the question was, but she was like, look, it was like nobody was on set, and we were in this car, and we had a little, like, radio, like a walkie-talkie in there mm-hmm. and st- to, dir- to direct us. Yeah. So, like, the direction was coming from this walkie-talkie on the floor of the Impala. Huh. And it'd be like, okay, now put your hand on Cass's handprint. And they'd be all, like, quiet Dean's about handprint. Yeah. No, 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 Cass's handprint. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, and she said they would just be like, I was thinking okay. of the glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's, they'd be like, okay, now move this way. <laughs> and she, and she was so funny about it. It was it was super cool. I really like the actress. She's, yeah. She is really fun and yeah. and hilarious. A lot of them are. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised to, that she was such a funny person. I think I follow mm-hmm. her on Instagram, and oh, yeah. it don't you don't really get that funny vibe from her. Oh, huh. So yeah. it was it was a nice surprise. Yeah, I think the best like polar opposite like somebody has been from their character is the guy who plays Death. Oh yeah, like. Holy cow, he's so jovial, you know? Like, he just jumps around and... He's so happy and excited about everything. Yeah. And, like, he's just so cute. He I is adorable, yeah. Like, he is, like, the best... I follow him on Instagram. I do, too, and yeah. And he's, like, he's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But, like... It's so funny. He gets so excited about things, and people are like, "Oh, what do you have in common with death?" He's like, "Really, nothing." But I really like junk food. You know? Like, yeah. I remember that. It was just like, I, I just really like junk food. Yeah, I remember okay. the story. I remember him telling is that sometimes people see him and think like, "Oh my God, it's death," and they yeah. freak out a little bit. But he said that he was in an elevator one time, uh-huh. and the doors opened, and the person waiting there just screamed bloody murder <laughs> and ran away, and the That's doors great. closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, that was oh no yeah shit run away. <laughs> run run yeah run. yeah I love that oh, I love that fantastic. story <laughs> okay so Uriel falls on the ground and there's a bright light that flashes out of him as he dies we cut to Cass sitting next to Dean in the hospital room um Dean is awake and doesn't have the breathing tube anymore Cass asks are you all right Dean says no thanks to you Cass says you need to be more careful Dean says, you need to learn how to manage a damn devil's trap. Cass says, that's not what I mean. Uriel is dead. Dean asks, was it the demons? Cass says, it was disobedience. He was working against us. Dean says, is it true? Did I break the first seal? Did I start all this? Cass says, yes. When we discovered Lilith's plan for you, we laid siege to hell, and we fought our way to get to you before you. Dean says, jump-started the apocalypse. Sam says, not Sam, Cass says, but we were too late. Dean says, why didn't you just leave me there then? Cass says, it's not blame that falls on you, Dean. It's fate, and the righteous man who begins it is the only one who can finish it. 
you have to stop it. It's like, we pulled you out of there so you could fix your own mistake. Yeah. (laughs) Dean says, Lucifer? The apocalypse? What does that mean? Cass says nothing. And Dean says, hey, don't you go disappearing on me, you son of a bitch. What does that mean? Cass says, I don't know. Dean says, bull. Cass says, I don't, Dean. They don't tell me much. I know how our fate rests with you. Rests with you. (laughs) Dean says, well, then you guys are screwed. I can't do it, Cass. It's too big. Alistair was right. I'm not all here. I'm not strong enough. Dean turns his face away from Cass, and he's single man tears. (laughs) Dean says, well, I guess I'm not the man either of our dads wanted me to be. Find someone else. It's not me. And then he cries some more. And credits. I got to say that this episode really has stuck with me forever. Like, Dean at the end of this episode and his complete, like, breakdown. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? He's lost all hope. It's really... It was just acted so well. Yeah. It's really stuck I with me. I hate seeing him cry. I hate it. Like, I hate it. And I hate him having, like, he's just got this huge, he feels guilty. Uh-huh. He's doubting his, you know, his whole future. Mm-hmm. He's trying to take on the fate of the whole world. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh-huh. he's like, I can't do it. And yeah. I don't think we ever see him so down in the dumps as I do at the end of this episode. And yeah. it's just really stuck with me. I've seen him, I mean, we've seen him really sad. Like, right. we've seen him cry plenty of times. Well, but not he just a lot, seems, but, like... he just seems, like, broken here. Yeah, this you know? one is, like, the most, like... It's not sad because of circumstances, necessarily. It's, like, the, like, despair. You exactly, know? yeah. 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 But. So this is one of those episodes that I really, like... I don't, I don't think I have rewatched this episode before because of that. Because it's just such a, like... It ends on such a, like, how can things get any worse yeah. feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Some. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, well, I have a lot of thoughts about this episode. Okay, cool. So, one was I hate seeing Dean cry, so there's that. Yeah. Um, also, like, he ha- Dean has, like, dead eyes on when he's torturing Alistair. Yeah, he does. You know, like, because he's just, like, you could tell he doesn't want to be doing it, and this is, like, kind of wrecking him, but he's just, like, I have to just, like, turn off my emotions and, like, continue on. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of creepy. It was creepy, yeah. Like, he's just, tell. like dead face you yeah know, like yeah you're like, right oh okay you know like, yeah uh, but anyways um also there was a lot of salt and holy water happening mm-hmm. and, like foamy you know mouth spits yeah, and all that. yeah yeah like foamy mouth spits whatever we'll go with it it's fine <laughs> i got it and like okay the only thing i could think of as he's like doing all this like salt water action is like what would happen if somebody, like, drove, if somebody, like, boated themselves out into the ocean somewhere and, like, blessed the ocean, dropped the beads in, Mm -hmm. like, would the ocean be demon-proof? That's an amazing thought. Because it's salt and it's water. It's not holy water, but at the point that you're blessing it, and then it's holy water. Yeah, I imagine. That's that's interesting. (laughs) You're like, I figured it out. (laughs) Would the Dead Sea then become, like... Because that's already salt water. Right, you're like, right. The most potent, potent of the salt water. Yeah. Like, that's such a cool thought. I never I never thought about that. I mean, I'm sure. Maybe someone has. Because like, we never see demons, you know, on boats. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Although, like, okay. So, I, I wonder if there's, like, a capacity for it. You know, like a Like a, like a, yeah, like you know, a like, space. Well, yeah. And so, like... When Daddy Winchester, like, blessed that, like, water system or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, like, that was a big area. It wasn't just, like, a little 
tiny container. So you know it yeah. can be done with bigger areas of water. Right. But, like, is the ocean too big? Like, I don't would know. one little rosary bead do it, or we'd have to, like, drop them, you know, yeah, like, yeah. every so often? I don't know. I don't know either. How that's, does that work? That's a good, good idea. I don't know. You think some hunter somewhere would have had that idea? You would think, but how come we haven't heard of it? Yeah, and we never do, so. I don't know. That's a question somebody should ask at a convention. Yeah. Why have you not done this? Like the salt hula hoops. The salt hula hoops. I know it. Everybody's into the salt hula hoops. I like, see that all, every <laughs> single day. I see that. Yeah. On my Facebook feed. And it's just like, really? They've got, okay, there's been so many references to it at conventions and mm-hmm. stuff. People are like, how come you haven't done this yet? And like, they, I would be very disappointed if they didn't try it once in this last season. Maybe they will. That'd be so funny. Like, oh they my have God. to. They yeah. have to. I'd love that. They did it, like, at the Hollywood show, did it. Yeah. I think in the first, yeah. their first parody, Supernatural parody, yeah. um, Hilly has got a hula hoop. Yeah. They, you know, I feel like they should really do that. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of things that are, like, you know, fan things, but, so they're not, like, canon, but also, like, they've been around for so long that they should be. Mm-hmm. That should happen in this last season. Yeah. But, yeah. anyways. I get it. Um, also, okay, Uriel was the first with the sleeve up the blade trick. You're, I'd just like to point oh, out. Oh, we haven't seen Cass do that yet? No, because oh. he hasn't had the, the, uh, an angel blade yet. Okay, I didn't realize that. Or yeah. at least if he does, we haven't seen it. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I thought that I was like, did Cass take this idea from Uriel, or is that, like, what they do? I got the sense that it's what they do, but I yeah. don't know that we see anybody else do it besides Uriel and Cass. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Because I, I know I've seen other angels with angel blades before. Right. I think each angel is supposed to have an angel blade. That's what I've gathered. Right. But yeah, I, know. I don't know. I know. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Um, also, the scene with Cass being like hit in the face and like bloodied up and everything mm-hmm. totally reminds me of a scene from later on where Cass is doing the beating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's sure. like the same sort of like positioning and everything. I was like, oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, with Cass on his knees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? As I was writing it, I was like, tee hee hee. Yep. Okay. Also, so. So the crash at the beginning, like, with all the cars all oh, yeah. messed up and everything, mm-hmm. like, was that actually a car crash, or was that just a side effect from an angel being blown to smithereens? Because when Uriel dies, mm-hmm. he, like, explodes the building. I mean, it's, like, still standing, but yeah. there's, like, a lot of, like, kaboom happening. Yeah. And, and so, I think later it's, it's not such a big deal when an angel dies. No, it's, 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 it's doesn't make such a mess. Yeah, it doesn't seem as... It, uh, like, it's so dramatic. But, yeah, like, so was the scene at the beginning, was that an actual car crash? Or was that, like, the I angel don't know. explosion? Yeah, we know? don't see any, like, humans, you know, in the debris of all the cars. So, I don't yeah. know. I, maybe it was both. Maybe there was, you know, Uriel was chasing her and it caused a little bit of some car crashes. And then she, you know. Died in d- kaboom. Yeah, and it fucked up the cars even more. <laughs> right? Yeah. Could be. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just I was just kind of like, huh. Which the chicken or the egg? Which right. one was the first one? Right, right, right. Um also, okay. Even so my like forget about the whole like water dripping on the okay. demon trap th- or the yeah, the demon trap thing. Okay. If you're making it out of chalk and you're expecting somebody to walk over it and like walk back and forth across it. They're gonna scuff it. Yeah. It would scuff it and it would break the lines. That's right. Like 
come on, Cass. <laughs> right. Well, God, I just can't think of anything else that could have been made of that water would break it like that so easily. Yeah, you know like what that's I mean? the only thing I could think of. I mean, it's not like it's clearly not made out of salt. Yeah. Because I've got like crumbs on my seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like awkwardly wiping my seat here. Anyways, um, yeah, like the only other thing that I could think of that it might be. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's got to be chalk. It's got to be. There's yeah. nothing else it could There's be. There's nothing else yeah. that it could be. And so it's, yeah. I mean, if you guys think that it could be something else and we're just like missing something here, then let us know. But I think the only thing that it could be would be chalk. Yeah. So. But yeah, like even just the walking back and forth across it, you're going to scuff it. Yeah, that's totally true. You know, like you're going to break the line How within weird. a couple of minutes. Yeah. Like, why did we not think of this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The whole, like, chalk scenario just bothers me. Yeah, me too. But it's not right. Yeah. Anyways, what was your favorite moment? Oh, this? why don't you tell me yours first? Because I forgot. <laughs> um, I've got two. One is when Alistair, very snarkily, I like the way he said it. It was when he's like, go directly to hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do not collect $200. <laughs> go directly to hell. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, so that was one of my favorites. And then the other one was Cass when he's like, I'm considering disobedience. Oh, yeah. Like, he's got to think about it. You know, like, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I kind of want to be bad. Mm-hmm. It's so. super cute. Yeah. Um, okay, so my favorite moment was when Dean says to Cass, you guys don't walk enough. You're going to get flabby. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought that that was great. I like that one. Like, just imagining a really chubby angel, like, only (laughs) teleporting everywhere instead of using his feet. And it's like, oh, what is that movie? The one where they're, like, all in the the chairs, and, like, they're, it's like all the people are in the chairs, and they're, like, super overweight, and they're eating, like, they're eating a bunch of junk food and drinking a bunch of, like, soda, and what? It's like a kid's movie. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar. What is that movie? I don't know. <clears throat> Wally, maybe? No. Oh, that's a movie I'm never going to watch. But it was one of the, like, Wally-esque type movies, yeah. I think. It wasn't It wasn't with the Robinsons. That was way older. It was somewhat new. What was that? And they're floating around in their little chairs. I have no idea. I oh, that's going to drive it. me nuts. I've only seen, like, part of the movie. Okay. But anyways, that's kind of, it's like a bunch of floating fat people. Yeah, <laughs> so I know, I yeah. That's what I just imagined. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyways. Um, so, the interesting facts from this episode are, the first one's crossed out, so I'm not going to read it. Um, <laughs> it says, at the LA Supernatural Convention in 2011, Jensen almost, it almost looked like pissed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> phrase, for a second, I was like... Hold on. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Jensen praised the performance of Christopher Heyerdahl, Alistair, uh, who plays Alistair in this episode, saying that during the torture scene, Jensen was thinking, wow, I'm totally being outacted here. I mean, wasn't he good? <laughs> the audience replied with massive applause. Yeah, I really love that interesting fact. I think that's yeah. really cute. And Give credit where credit's due. Yeah, he did do just an amazing job. Mm-hmm. He did him really. Like, I, I like that actor. Yeah, I love he's, him. He's good. Everything I've ever seen him in. He just brings such an intensity to his characters. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, in Sanctuary, he plays Jack the Ripper, Mm -hmm. who's a bad guy. No. And you're rooting for him and his love interest to be together. And it's like tortured and like unrequited and amazing. Yeah. You know, and so it's just so funny that you're like rooting for Jack the Ripper. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like just that's just how good he is. Yeah. So that's like, okay, so Phantom of the Opera for me. Yeah. Like 
at least in the 2004 version where Gerard Butler plays the Phantom. I mean, oh, yeah. how could you not root for Gerard Butler? <laughs> I know, right? That's what I want to know. I, I agree with you, totally. And he does his own singing in it, and it's amazing. Yeah, it is. Oh, I can't even stand it. Anyways, but... <laughs> um, so, in the play, because I've seen the play, Me and too, I've yeah. seen the movie, mm-hmm. the play, you root for Raoul, because, like, the the Phantom is, like, this creepy stalker guy who's, right. like, super sketchy, mm-hmm. and, like, you don't, like, I did not feel myself going, like, I like the Phantom at any point. Right. But, like, for some reason, <laughs> in the movie, I'm, like, be with the Phantom. Why are you going with that guy over there? Be with the Phantom. Yeah. Be with the Phantom. Yeah, me like, too. Oh, I just... I don't know. They make him less creepy and more of a romantic figure. Yeah. And it's Gerard Butler. Yeah. So. I mean, also, yeah, it's Gerard yeah. Butler. Like, even if they weren't trying to make him super creepy, you know, yeah. like, it's Gerard Butler. That's right. That's totally Amazing right. casting, but also terrible casting if you want them to go for Raoul. Right, right. But anyways. Um, Hi, Steve. Hello. What do you think about it? Do you like the Phantom or Raoul? He's staring at me like, I'm not going to dignify that with an answer. He's just thinking about it. Maybe he needs to watch it. Do you need to... Have you seen Phantom of the Opera? I haven't watched it with you. Are we going to watch it? I might have your copy of it. You brought one over, but I don't remember if it's the first one or the second one. I'll take a look. I brought the first... I was wondering where that was. Okay, I'll bring it back to you. Or you can get it when you come over. I think it's been gone for so long now that I'm just like, I don't know... I didn't even remember. I was like, okay. I have the second one if you want to borrow the second okay, one. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen the second one. The second so one's really, I kind of want to watch it with you. Though. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. It's really good. It's dark mm-hmm. and kind of creepy. I like it. And amazing music. Okay. Because it's Andrew Lloyd Webber that does the oh, music yeah. again. Okay. And it's just, it's really good. It's like 10 years later mm-hmm. and after the whole, like, you know, opera fire and all that. It's like their lives 10 years Is later. Is it the same actors? So it's not a movie per se. It's a, the filming of the play. Okay, I so see. it's the same actor. So when I went and saw the play when I was in London, mm-hmm. it's the same actors that I saw in that play. Cool, which is really cool. And it's at like Sydney Opera House or something. I think mm-hmm. that they did this like this recording recording of it. Um, but yeah, it's the same actors and everything, and it's amazing. It's so okay. good, but. Yeah, definitely darker than the first one, for oh, sure. Oh, okay. I think cool. I have a cat hair in my eye. <laughs> um, anyway, so our interesting facts, the last one, it uh, says the title of this episode comes from the expression, how many angels can dance on the head of a pin, um, which I've never heard before. Oh, I have. Um, it says some early theologians discussed this question, though some believe it may have been merely a debating exercise rather than a true academic inquiry for a concrete answer. Um, however, other theologians use this expression mockingly as an example of questions they deemed useless because it had no practical use. Yeah, yeah. Um, therefore, it became a metaphor for an exercise in futility. Gotcha. So that's, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that I haven't heard that before. Yeah, I definitely have. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah, I just haven't. But um, anyways, so our research from this episode is on the angel Uriel. 
Yep. Because this is the last one that he's in. That's and right. And we have to get, you know, something in on him. I am super glad that he's gone now because he was annoying as fuck. I, I did not like him. Nothing like, about him was good. Nothing was redeeming, you know? Yeah. Like, none of it. Like, the one thing that I actually kind of giggled at was, like, I'm beginning to like you, you know? And yeah. that was it. Like, that was his, like, best quality. And that was one line. You exactly. Know? Like, and he was liking Dean it, because Dean was being an asshole back Yeah, to it him. was, like, a sarcastic thing right. more than anything else. Yeah. But. Um, so this is off of BibleWise.com, and it's just, it's a bunch of bullet points about the angel Uriel. Okay. Um, it says the angel known as Uriel is not found in the canonical writing, so it's not canon. Okay. Um, but it says there's only three angels that are named in scripture, Gabriel, Michael, and Raphael. Um, yet some Jewish writings refer to seven archangels, and when they do, Uriel is the fourth. Okay. Um, archangels are thought to range from the lowest of spirits to the highest ranks. Um, all are under the purview of the Holy Spirit. Um, generally, they're represented as male figures. Lesser angels have been portrayed as female, um, which is kind of funny because Anna is like her his boss, boss, you know. Yeah. But um, the four angels are often referred to as being the angels of the four winds. Uriel is south, Michael is east, Raphael is west, and Gabriel is north. Hmm. Um, Uriel has also been thought to be a member of the Seraphim and the Cherubim. Um, The name Uriel has various meanings. Uh, One is light of God or fire of God or flame of God. Um, Some even refer to him as the sun, like the S-U-N of God. Oh, okay. Um, his name can be divided. U equals space. The R-A is the sun and the E-L is God. Um, therefore, Uriel stands... Well, that's it, the. it's not how it's spelled, but that's like how it's said. The yeah. different syllables are said. And then it means space, sun, God. Okay. Um, he has been variously referred to as the prince of the sun, the angel of the presence... Um, the Archangel of Salvation, and the Patron of Prophecy. Hmm. Um, Isaiah 63.9 mentions an angel of the Divine Presence. Uriel has also been identified with the face of God. At very least, it can mean he, or it means he can be in the presence of God. Okay. Um, he is one of the archangels of post-exilic hmm. rabbinic tradition. Okay. Jewish. Um... He's often referred to as the Archangel of the Earth, having to do with things of substance. Um, let's see. Later on, he was the one standing guard at the gates of Eden, which is... I've got hair attached to me. I'm like, it's so distracting. It won't come off. Um, Uriel was the one who offered the last chance of redemption to Cain, who refused him. Hmm. Um, he was supposedly one of the angels who buried Adam and Abel. They were buried side by side in the very field where Adam had been formed out of dust. Okay. Um, which I don't remember. I mean, this is... More, so this is all, like, based off of Jewish writings because he's not, like... in theory. I mean, I don't know. I would have to look in the Bible and see if he's mentioned. Mm-hmm. This sounds like they're going purely off of, like, Jewish texts. Okay. Um, but anyways... Um, he, according to the book of Enoch, Uriel is the one who spoke to Noah about the flood. Um, he is also the one with dominion over thunder and terror, which, Hmm. I mean, I could see. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. 
Other places describe him as the destroyer of hosts of Sennacherib. Destroyer of something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know. What that, I probably didn't even say it right. But we're going to go for it. Um, Christian apocryphal gospels have him saving John the Baptist during the slaughter of innocents. Um, a different angel told Joseph to take Mary and Jesus to flee to Egypt. Um, let's see. I think <laughs> he had no pity on souls that had been lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that lines up. Um, let's see. I think that's okay. most see Uriel as the mightiest of all angels. Oh, okay. Which is interesting because he's not even mentioned in the Bible, mm-hmm. just in the Jewish text. But okay. some have called him the Lord of Powerful Action. So, hmm. just some fun facts about the angel Uriel yeah. from the Jewish text. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> this cool. This has been your now you know section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, so what was your idget or aspect moment? Okay, so like I was saying, I have this back injury. I did it when I was like 21 or 22. I can't quite remember. And I am uh, much older than that now. Um, You're not that old. Okay, I am 37, which is ah, that's, that pra- that's practically 40. I'm practically 40. Years oh, old. you're not that old. Oh my God. Okay, anyway, <laughs> anyway, I heard it a long time ago. I've had, um, I just did a steroid injection last Tuesday, and it is my sixth one, although um, the other ones were more than 10 years ago. So, um, and this is a different doctor this time doing the injection. So I go in and I'm like sitting in this little waiting area in my gown Mm -hmm. and um the nurse comes in and she's like do you want to be sedated and i'm like i've never had the option to be sedated before (laughs) for a steroid injection so i just figured like also before i was uh, i had a labor and industries claim because um i hurt my back at work Mm -hmm. so things are run a lot differently when you're not (laughs) doing l and i is a different animal (laughs) it is yeah it totally is so i think maybe that's why they didn't offer sedation before you know that's just like a luxury you have when you're not doing l and i so anyway they offered and i was like no you know i'm fine the doctor had said before that the needle is only going to be in your back for like five minutes Okay, so well, that's a long time to be having a needle sticking out of your back. That's a really long time. In the moment, it is fucking forever. Oh yeah. So, so the doctor comes in to like just kind of run things over with me, and he's like, "I'm gonna, you know, inject your back with some lidocaine first. And I was like, "Oh, I'm lidocaine resistant," because back when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. um, there was some black dots under my toenail, and they didn't grow out with my toenail. So my, my, huh. the woman that I got pedicures from was like, you need to get this checked out, you know, because yeah. that can be cancer, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I had to have this guy remove half of my toenail. Oh, I remember you coming in. Oh, I remember yeah. you talking about like, oh my God, I'm not even going to like show you my feet. I'm going to keep my socks on. Like I came to your house or something, I think. I know. No, this, this is before is, that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you were still pregnant. Yeah. 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 So I was yeah. still seeing you for the... Mm-hmm. The beat-ups. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, right. So, so the guy used lidocaine on my toe and uh-huh. then cut into my toe and I felt it totally and completely. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, my God, I just put so much lidocaine. He's like, so you must be lidocaine resistant. So uh-huh. he used something else that totally worked and uh-huh. it was fine, but yeah. also highly traumatic. Yeah. Right? Right. At that point, you still felt it. Yeah. I, I freaking, yeah. It was such a gross yeah. feeling. No. Nope. Yeah. So, so the doctor, this doctor, you know, was like, I've never heard of lidocaine resistance before. He's like, I don't have anything else. Yeah. You know, he's like, why don't I just try extra and we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there's nothing else to really do about it. So, yeah, okay. Might so, as well. <laughs> right. So I get in there and first of all, on the table, 
is like this little triangular pillow. So it's like it's like puffed up in the shape of a triangle, but mm-hmm. it's like empty on the inside. Oh, so it's yeah. just on the table. And mm-hmm. like this is where your face goes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but there's no like hole in the table under it. So you're just like suffocating. Suffocating. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing this and I'm like, nothing has even started and I can't even breathe. So I like yeah. lift my head up. I'm like, is it okay if I have like my arms up and my head resting on my chin? And they're uh-huh. like, that's fine. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So yeah. he puts in more than twice the amount of lidocaine. Jeez. And lidocaine injections do not feel good. They feel like a bee sting kind of. Yeah. You know, they're, there's a real sharp stinging mm-hmm. feeling. And, and then, then and then lots down, of but... pressure where they've injected it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I was just kind of like, oh, that yeah. felt great. And yeah, like, like, eh. So then he sticks this needle into my back. Yeah. And um, he injects ink in there because they have some sort of x-ray-like machine oh, yeah. so that they can see everything in your back so they can make yeah. sure he's, you know, aiming the needle at the right nerve, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he sticks it in, injects some light or some ink, and I feel it like lightning zip down the back of my leg and into my mm. heel. And I was like, oh, and he was like, oh, did you feel that in your foot? And I'm like, yes. He's like, okay. So he adjusts the needle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, he like looks at the x-ray thing and then shoves the needle in more and then looks at the x-ray thing and then shoves the needle in more. And it just feels like death. It, it's like, I mean, it didn't hurt. He was like, does this hurt? And I was like, no, it doesn't hurt, but I feel a lot of pressure, uh-huh. you know, which you're supposed to, you yeah. know? And he's like, okay, so you're not lidocaine resistant or this would be extremely painful. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's great to know, <laughs> you yeah. know, but he keeps like shoving it in and shoving it in more and adjusting it. And it just feels like bone like cartilage like it just Ugh, it's just a gross yuck. feeling Ugh. oh god so then he injects Ugh. like so he's got to inject more lidocaine and an actual steroid and oh my mm. god my butt cramped up so hard <gasps> that and I start. I was like oh my god it hurts so bad and he's yeah. like okay I'm gonna go quick you know yeah so he's doing everything all quickly and my butt is cramping the back of my thigh starts to cramp yeah and I'm like oh my god it hurts so bad and he's like okay the needle's not in you anymore like it should stop hurting and I was yeah. like my butt <laughs> you know my butt does not feel good I know and he's like okay it's okay you can sit up and I was just such a big fucking baby about it that that is my ass butt moment because I was just like I almost cried and the needle wasn't even in me anymore <laughs> You know? That's not okay. Listen, uh-huh. when your entire like butt and leg is just like seizing, that's not good. It's not. I mean, that's not being a baby. That's called like feeling things. Yeah, I know? just, I just feel like I just because I, I don't know. And he was lovely. He was like, look, like it's okay to be a baby. Like you're not when you're not being a baby. But even if you were, like this is where you should do it. Yeah. So don't worry this about it. And, he's, and he seemed really genuine about it. You know yeah. what I mean? So mm-hmm. I really like the doctor who did it. Yeah. But it was just such a, why the fuck didn't I get sedation? <laughs> That's happening next time. Yeah. If I have to have another one. Yeah. Because, be damn. Like, you are knocking me out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they knock you out. They just like calm you down a little bit. Well, I don't know what they use. But, yeah, but I'm going to do knows. it. Because there's no, like, anesthesiologist in there. Yeah. So it's probably, they I don't know what they do. probably do, like, the same thing. So when I went and got my LASIK, they gave me, like, this really nasty... Okay, so... You know what? I'm going to have this be my ass butt moment. All right, let's do it. So... <laughs> whatever. So when I went to get my LASIK done, this was, like, over a year ago at this point. But I went and got it done... And I was freaking out, as you do, because they're going to slice into my eyeballs. Because they're, you know, you're freaking eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah, And I hate eyeball stuff. We've been over this before. Yeah, same. And so, apparently, this is what they do for everybody. They give them this, like, 
sedative kind of and it's just supposed to like calm you down enough to where you're not like freaking out right yeah i don't think it worked like very well at all because oh, i'm still like <laughs> like maybe it would have been way worse but i feel like it did not like at the point that i took it it didn't ever go down it okay. just stayed there so maybe i, I was progressively freaking out but it just like had just like kept me at that level of the original freak out. I don't mm-hmm. know. But anyways, so this lady is like, here, we give this to everybody. And she hands me this little cup and it's got a liquid in it. Right. And she's like, take this. And as it's in my mouth, because I'm like drinking it, but I didn't like throw it back like a shot or anything. Yeah. Because I was like, OK, you know, she didn't tell me she's like, as it's in my mouth, she's like, oh, by the way, it tastes really gross. So you're going to want to down that quick. Yeah, like you can As it's already been sitting in my mouth for a yeah. couple seconds, I make the face, and then she's like, oh, by the way, you're going to want to drink that quick. Ugh, jeez. You didn't tell me that before, like. Right. Oh, and so I'm, like, sitting there with this horrible taste in my mouth, and I'm like, you know, and, yeah. like, freaking out about my eyeballs being cut out, like, <laughs> cut out. I mean, also kind of. Yeah. like, yeah, like, not okay, lady. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I wonder if maybe it's the same thing, because they can't, like, give you gas without an anesthesiologist there you know yeah. what I mean stuff like that so I wonder yeah I don't know I didn't even it's, ask but yeah ugh. but it was nasty and she was just like oh by the way now that it's already all in your mouth and you're just holding it in there maybe you should swallow it instead of saying here I'm gonna give this to you as you take it take it fast because it doesn't taste good mm-hmm. yeah instead of Tell waiting me for before. me to hold it in my mouth until I'm like just about to puke and then yeah. she's <laughs> I mean okay to be fair like it tasted so bad that it was one of those, like, okay, if I would have known, I would have just shot it back. Mm-hmm. Because holding it in my mouth, it tasted so bad that I was like, can I even swallow this? I see, yeah. You know, like, it wasn't it wasn't good at all. Yeah, oh, that sounds awful. Bad, but anyways, yeah. yeah. So that was my, I guess, it, I'll call it an ass butt moment. Yeah, yeah, she should have told you before. She should have told me, like, ugh. Well, that reminds me, it's not the same thing, but like when I, and this was a long time ago, I think I was like 19 when I got um, my wisdom teeth out. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never had laughing gas before. <laughs> this was my first experience. Yeah. And it was awful because first they get me all high, like super high. Mm-hmm. And it feels like the same kind of high that marijuana has. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was surprised. I was surprised that it felt the same. Oh, okay. Um, but... Which is not a fun high for me. It's oh. not fun at all. Oh. Most people love it. Yeah. I'm. There's like, I don't know. I just, I don't like that kind of high because I'm just too out of control. Oh. Too paranoid about the things I'm saying. And <sighs> anyway, so they get me all high. And then they're like, oh, we're going to tell you how to take care of yourself after this procedure now. So. Why didn't you do that before? Or after when I'm not high anymore. I was yeah. so high. And they told me, they were telling me how to take care of myself. I didn't retain any of it. Yeah. All I could think of was like, oh my God, I'm high. And there are actual adults here. I am in so much trouble. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that is all I could think about. It was horrible. It was uh, so mad. That's kind of funny though. Not going to lie. Like, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt. I'm like, I shouldn't be this high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's great. That's the only time I've had laughing gas. And I think it was laughing gas. I, mean, I don't think it was anything different. I remember at one point when I was a kid, I went into the dentist and they had to do dental work on me. And I'm sure it was probably like a cavity or drilling or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they had this gas mask, right? And they're like, what scent do you want to smell? Oh. And I was like... Uh, they gave me all these different options. My mom has or had this huge rose garden, and they gave me rose as one of the options. I'm like, 
let's go with Rose. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. picked Rose. I don't know. I wasn't very old. I was just like, Rose, I know that smell. Let's go with that one. Yeah. And I, all I remember is, like, them putting the thing over my face and me about to say, this doesn't smell like roses. <laughs> and then I was gone. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they probably say that. So then that way, like, they, they probably didn't have, like, scented stuff at all. It yeah. It was just like... Here, because, like, as a little kid, it's like, what good-smelling thing do you want to smell? So that way you mm-hmm. go and take a big whiff of it. Right. <laughs> and then pass out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Killian has only been to the dentist. Well, he's been to the dentist more than once, but he's only had, like, anything done. Yeah. And it was, like, a big deal. They had to knock him out. Uh-huh. So I wonder, like, they only knock him out, they said, when it's four or more. And he had more than that. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, it's possible that I had that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, it's different now, I'm sure, you know, than when we, when we were kids. Yeah. But I, th- I wonder if it's only like one or two, if they just give him gas so that he is loopy. Maybe. You know what I mean? Or if it, uh, yeah, I wonder. I hope I never Just enough out. to kind of just be like, eh, you yeah, know, like, do whatever you want. You know? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Oh, so I was going to, one thing I forgot to add to my itch or ask about it <laughs> was um, after I got my butt cramp to go away, which uh-huh. it went away as soon as I sat up on it. Well, that's good. Yeah, I was so happy. I went back to my little waiting area and I had no pain zero huh. pain and I don't know, was just like this is amazing like I, I will do that again I was just like gladly yeah yeah for yeah. real and then the doctor came in and he was like oh that's just you know because I shot some lidocaine in there he's like this will last for two to three hours and uh-huh. then you know the pain the steroid might start immediately usually yeah. it starts you know in the first couple days uh-huh. but it can take up to three weeks to kick in uh. I don't remember that being the case with my other injections I don't remember much but I, I think I remember like one or two of them working for like a month but I'm not even sure if that's true because they were so long ago also yeah. I've never been in this amount of pain from it before this is yeah. by far like the worst and how long has it been since you got that injection now um, I got it on Tuesday and today is Sunday and it still hasn't done anything no, yet huh? so but you might, that sucks that you have to might wait like another two weeks yeah and it might it might not do anything you know yeah so so okay so the lidocaine that he put in there he's like it'll last like two to three hours yeah it lasted half an hour yeah i didn't even get out of the hospital yeah and it, all the pain came rushing back yeah. and i had to like take a bunch of drugs just to move myself to the car yeah so okay so i'm thinking maybe i am resistant to lidocaine maybe it just wears off really quickly yeah because he used twice the amount he mm-hmm. said of lidocaine to like numb me up in the first place. I wonder if it's so like I have similar stuff mm-hmm. except for it's with um like you know I've had I've tried hydrocodone or hydrocodone sorry codeine. Yeah. I don't think they've given me Vicodin. But okay. I've given like uh, I, I think Vicodin is hydrocodone. No. Okay. I don't think so. I think it's two different things. Okay. I don't From know. I'm I've not an expert been, on this. Yeah. From what well cuz I've I've worked on enough people that have been on enough pain pills at this point where I'm pretty positive they're two different things. Okay. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm very possible. probably wrong. So. I, I have no idea. Okay. But, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So like, you know, with my injuries, like I got launched off the horse and I broke right. part of one of my vertebrae and then I cracked all the cartilage around my sternum and all that sort of stuff. Like mm-hmm. they gave me pain pills to try and like calm it down. They do nothing. Like, Jeez. not one thing. It's like taking a sugar pill. There's no side effects from it, yeah. which is nice. So, but there's also no pain relief. It's literally like I took a pill and it did absolutely nothing. Yeah. The only thing that's worked somewhat on me is muscle relaxers. Okay. But it, like, 
takes away my long-term memory. Oh, weird. Which is weird because I I was on muscle relaxers because I did something to one of the ligaments in my back at one point when Mm -hmm. I was in massage school. And not from doing massage, but just from life in general. Yeah. And um, I remember vaguely, like, I don't remember that week. Oh, that's so weird. Like, I don't. And my teacher was like, because I got, like, A's. Yeah. In all, in my class, like, in all of the classes. And so I'm like, okay, you know, what's happening? Because my teacher pulls me aside. She's like, what happened? Like, you haven't, like, you've done all the stuff in class, but you haven't done any of your homework during this week or whatever. And this was, like, a few weeks later or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... I, she's like, do you remember, does this look familiar? Does this look familiar? I'm like, none of this looks familiar. Like, oh, wow. I don't, and it was stuff that I knew. I was like, it looks familiar because I already know this stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not like the paperwork doesn't look familiar. Yeah. You know, like, this doesn't make any sense, you know? And, um, yeah, so that's how I discovered that she's like, I was like, this is the week, though, that I think that I was on muscle relaxers. And she's like, that's weird, but I guess it makes sense. And I was like... Yeah, that's weird. So, yeah, like, I don't remember. It, unless I do something right then and there, mm-hmm. it's gone. Oh, that's and, like, so weird. I don't remember any of that week. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing. That's Because she's, crazy. like, going through and, like, you remember we did this in class and we did this in class. And she's, like, you did this assignment. And she's showing it to me. And I'm, like, I clearly see that I did it, but I don't remember it. You know, yeah. like, I don't remember anything, but I was able to like drive and do everything and it was just fine. But that's so weird. It was weird. Have you ever tried Percocet? Cause I that's, don't know. cause that's a different one. I, I mean, it's know. still a narcotic, but it's yeah. like, I think that like hydro or Vicodin, sorry. Yeah. I think that goes along with ibuprofen and yeah. Percocet is, um, I think Vicodin is Tylenol. Tylenol as no, well, no, no, no. Percocet it? is no, huh? I think no, that that's Vicodin. Vicodin, I think, is Advil oh, related. I thought it, huh. I might be totally wrong. If we're wrong, I'm sorry. If you guys are experts on narcotics. I'll ask my aunt later. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I know that Percocet is Tylenol. Yeah. So yeah. that's all I got. That's why I think Vicodin is the other way. It might be totally yeah. different. But you should try Percocet. It's stronger than the other ones. Well, I mean, I don't plan so, on injuring myself oh, yeah. anytime soon. Yeah, I know. I mean, just mean, like, if you ever, if there yeah. ever trying to give you, like, make sure you explain that and try yeah. Percocet instead because it's yeah. different. Well, and that's the last time they gave me... So I think the first time I injured myself, they gave me codeine Mm -hmm. and it didn't do anything. So then when I was, when I went in for something else, they're like, we're going to give you codeine. I'm like, it doesn't do anything for me. Like there's no, there's no side effects. There's no pain relief. There's nothing. It's like not even taking anything. And Mm -hmm. so they're like, okay, we'll try hydrocodone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then that didn't do anything either. So I don't know, but Hopefully, I won't have to find out. All right. But if it ever does, make <laughs> yeah. sure that you are very vocal about that. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I am one yeah. of those people that I'm like, just by the way, you know, yeah. <laughs> just so you know. Right. Just so we're all aware. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.